Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Welcome back to Kaylee Daily. If you are currently pregnant, or planning to conceive, you have probably heard of a midwife, probably you've heard of a doctor or an OBGYN, and maybe you've heard of a doula. And it could be that you're thinking, okay, everybody has a doctor or an OBGYN, and then maybe they have either a midwife or a doula. I say this because it's honestly a common misconception that people have. So today's question is, what is a doula versus a midwife? How are they different? And why would you maybe consider having both? So I want to start by saying that um, I have a whole episode on what is a doula, just the basics of that, right? That is going to be linked in the show notes. So that episode um, is actually the episode that's been listened to most on this podcast. Um, And I do recommend that you go listen to it so you have a sense of that. So once you have a good sense of what a doula is, basically the short version is we are non-medical support people who both educate and advocate and um, bring physical and emotional and spiritual comfort um, in the midst of labor and postpartum. And that's like the briefest possible (laughs) description, right? Um, What is that? How is that different from a midwife? So a midwife is, in fact, a medical provider, right? So when you think of an OBGYN, they're the person who potentially is delivering a baby, right? They're catching a baby or um, medically kind of managing the process of birth. A midwife is a substitute for that, right? Like they don't do, um, they're not surgeons, so they don't do like C-sections and things like that, but they do um, deliver babies. They do prenatal care. They do um, like well person care. So like pap smears and things like that. Um, They manage pregnancy and birth in the same kind of medical way in terms of like, you don't need both, right? Like you don't have to have an OBGYN and also a midwife on any given birth team. Now, because of a midwife's um, smaller scope of practice, meaning that they don't do a C-section, for instance, they do always have a backup plan if something like an unplanned C-section were to be needed. But they are managing things medically Differently from an OBGYN in most cases, but in a similar kind of role, right? So um, oftentimes, if you're looking at who you want to have um, on your team, then a midwife would be someone to consider for sure. I have um, some information about like who is a good candidate for a midwife, right? Um, And that 
really is something to think about for yourself. Like if you're a high risk pregnancy, for instance, you could be a good candidate for a midwife practice that is hospital based. But if you're a low risk pregnancy and your desire is to have an unmedicated birth, then you're actually probably a good candidate for out of hospital birth potentially, right? And so you could look at midwives that work at a birth center or that do home delivery um, and you could kind of figure out your team that way. Now, the difference between a doula and a midwife is our scope of practice and also the kind of part of the team that we're filling. We'll return in just a minute after this note from our sponsor. The Birth Prep Blueprint course is a guide from pregnancy to postpartum, giving you the confidence to walk through this journey however it might play out. It is pre-recorded, on-demand content, so you do not have to fit your busy schedule around a class or meeting time. You can go back and revisit the lessons as much as you need to, and you can watch or listen to them on your own time. This curriculum has left many families feeling confident in their decisions, knowing what questions to ask their providers, and knowing when they should be concerned in all of these periods. One of the biggest parts of this work in terms of preparing families and walking through this journey is knowing that you have a guide to rely on, and that's exactly what this class is. Students have told me they felt like I was walking them along a path to know what to watch for and what to not be worried about. Because you are here as a listener, you get the opportunity to have a 10% off discount on this class. That code is PODCAST. It is in the show notes as well, along with the link to use to check out for the class. I do really recommend that you go give it a look because it is going to make you feel more prepared, calm, and confident for your birthing experience. So when you think about a birth team, I want you to think about the um, provider being either the OBGYN or the midwife who's like managing the medical side of things, right? So they're looking at how is labor progressing? They're looking at is your blood pressure fine? How is your like heart rate? How is your breathing, right? Is your oxygen level good? Is your cervix dilating as we would expect it to? Like, does labor seem to be going well and uncomplicated and safely, right? Um, a doula is not measuring those things. Now, a doula in some situations might like encourage you to check your own blood sugar or blood pressure, for instance, or um, help you know what questions to ask your provider. But we as doulas are not actually checking your vital signs. For instance, we're not checking your cervix. We're not um, catching babies, right? I mean, I'm sure there are doulas who have caught babies as like a last resort when, you know, birth is going crazy fast or something like that. But um, that is not our role and that is not within our scope of practice. So when you think about the team, you want to think about like your family or support person or partner or spouse um, being kind of your primary emotional and oxytocin support, right? So that person loves you. You're intimately close with them. You, um, you trust them. I mean, hopefully you trust them. <laughs> you they play a very specific emotional role on your team and a physical role, right? But they're not experts in birth. Like they're probably doing this as many times as you've done it. Um, and so 
So that's kind of one role. Then the the midwife or the OBGYN is helping to guide the medical process being meaning that like they're looking for like signs of complications or concerning signs. They're also looking for reassurance that things are going well and they're looking for your vitals to continue to be stable and the baby's heart rate to be good and all of that kind of stuff. Not that they're not offering some emotional support potentially, but that's not their primary role, right? And then a doula sort of brings, I I think we're kind of the glue for the team, right? So we are helping to communicate things to you. We're helping to answer questions that you have. We're helping to um, physically provide support, like do hip squeezes and things like that. We are helping to guide your partner in how to support you. We're helping to normalize what you're feeling if what you're feeling is normal. Um, And we sort of free up the other folks on the team to do their roles, right? So if you have a doula and the doula can help navigate when you need to do the next thing in the process, right? Then your partner is not in charge of that. So one big thing that partners always say to me is that they are really nervous about when and how to get their pregnant spouse or partner to the hospital, right? Like if you go into labor, how do I get them there and when do I get them there? Because that is like my primary role, right? If you have a doula and your doula is helping you navigate that, then, um, you really don't have to be an expert in that thing, right? Like you don't need to know when to go to the hospital, for instance, if that's what you're choosing, because your doula can help you navigate that. And then you can just be a really awesome partner, right? So it really does um, free up the partner to not have to know all about birth and everything to expect because they have someone on the team who does know that, right? And, And can kind of guide that process logistically, on the other side, for the for the provider, like either the midwife or the OBGYN, I think the doula actually provides a layer of comfort knowing that their patient has comfort measures, they have emotional support, and so they don't have to try to do that if they're not able to do it or also feel badly that they're not able to because they're doing the medical stuff, right? So again, I think it kind of frees that person up to do their role that they have, to do that role really well, and to have some reassurance that the other roles are being filled in other ways. So I hope that's helpful. Um, I want you to remember that we um, are into this 2023 year and season and podcast life, um, and I am collecting questions again for people to um, people to submit and have answers for the questions that they have around birth, pregnancy, fertility, postpartum lactation, anything around those. And so please do shoot me a message over on Instagram. Haradula is my Instagram handle. Um, and let me know what your questions are. If you're able to send a voice message, like just a quick recording that says like, Hey Kaylee, my question is blah, 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 blah then um, I can actually put it on the podcast, which I would love to start doing this year. So please do send me a quick message so that I have your question. Um, And until next time, 
I wish you consent-filled, well-educated birth. So all of this information is intended to be educational and entertainment. Please use it as such. And if you have questions about your own medical health or need recommendations from your own provider, please do speak to them. This is not intended to replace them in any way. We are so happy that you are here joining us in this walk through pregnancy, postpartum, and lactation. Please take a second to like and subscribe, leave a positive review. That is how other families get to hear about us and get to learn from all the answers that we have here on this podcast. As always, I would really love to connect with you. I love answering questions. I know that you know that because you are here, but I would love to hear what your questions are. So if I have not yet answered them on the podcast, I would love to add them to the list of questions to be answered. Please do reach out to me on Instagram or via email kaylee at haraddoulaservices.com so that I can answer whatever question you have and so that I can hear the feedback that you have about the podcast. Until we meet again, I wish you well-informed, consent-filled birth and postpartum experiences.